Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple. 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP while honoring Hef's iconic Playboy style and bringing that experience to our collectors. Like only we know how. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And the the mayhem continues. And we are doing a... (laughs) You just doing a a time clock in the background? Scott Ramsey, doing the time clock. (laughs) Syncopated syncopated clock. Uh, We're once again having a blast. We are in studio, Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. I'm Brian Olea. I'm Victoria Fuller. Jennifer Pershing. Scott Ramsey. And we have the one, the only, from the Mansion Days, Video Andy, Andrew Schwab. What up, dude? Hey, man, what's up? How are you? Dude, I'm so happy that you're here, man. Thanks for coming in, man. You know, honestly, you know how shy I am even behind the camera on the mic. Oh, come on, dude. I'm serious. Like, you guys are the only people who could get me down. Everyone's always trying to get me to participate in creating outside of, you know, as, as a guest or in front of a camera. So being on the mic, it's an honor. Thank you. Oh, we appreciate it, dude. Well, I, I don't know if you've been listening to the show, but we've been having like a lot of mansion staff come on. We just had a uh, Kim Garrett security. He did mm-hmm. it. Um, we, we had Carlina, Alan. Uh, we've had a lot. Plus, of course, we've had the ladies. You know, all the playmates, and and we're just talking about the big family that we had up at the mansion. And dude, you were there from what time to what time? What were your years? I want to say like around two thousand and seven, probably in the spring. I started coming up there. I had a big VW Eurovan, and I met uh, <laughs> I met John Collada running the video department. Met the GM. Oh, What's his John name? Luther. John yes. Luther. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Didn't mean to forget about you, John. And then then I ended up meeting you and you know everyone else up there in the mansion. But yeah, around 2007, I think. How did you even start at the mansion? That's uh, that's a funny one. So. Um, I was in LA for a while and I was working in the Universal Hilton as a audiovisual tech. The girlfriend at the time, I had driven a uh, baby blue VW Eurovan across the country with a large dog and pretty blonde girlfriend. And we, we landed in Los Angeles and she and I had broken up while I was an AV tech at the Universal Hilton. I was living on Gower. Just just south of Sunset, just oh, yeah, behind yeah. the Gower Gulch, if you guys yep. are yeah, from yeah. Los Angeles. Over by the Denny's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah where they filmed Mary with Children. Yeah. yeah. Back then, it was cheap to live in LA, right? Yeah. Like, I had a big apartment yeah. for like a thousand bucks or something. Oh, damn. Yeah. But it wasn't so cheap on an AV hourly, you know? So when my girlfriend <laughs> broke up and moved back east, I needed a job. So where'd you go in the aughts when you wanted to find a job? I went to Craigslist, and when I looked on what? Craigslist, I'm reading Craigslist, and then I see this ad, and it's like, audio-visual broadcast camera for the chairman emeritus of Playboy Enterprises. 
And I'm like, Chairman Emeritus. I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. Then I'm like, wait a second. That's like half, like half's the Chairman Emeritus of Playboy. Like he's the On old Craigslist. school. On hey. Craigslist. So dude, so it's Craigslist, right? So, but really this weird. is the catch. That sounds funny, right? I pick up my resume and I look at the job description and it's like broadcast camera, check, like linear editing back then we had to do check, a projection because I'd been being an AV tech at the Universal Hilton because back where I'm from, you don't get projection jobs or anything. But in LA, it was easy. What's hard to get is paid for being a cameraman in LA. You know what I mean? Because everybody's a cameraman. Right, right. So I pivoted from an East Coast cameraman to a West Coast AV tech and the resumes just matched up. I called my brother. I go, dude, guess what? I'm about to go work for Hugh Hefner. I'm going to the Playboy Mansion. I'm like, look at this. You know, I send him the stuff. He's like, oh, you got this. Okay, so it was Playboy Corporate who had put the ad out and I had to go see some recruiter. And the recruiter was like, I saw that you worked in Sprint in 1997. I want to talk to the line manager from that job. And I had to go through like this whole process oh, through corporate of course. to get vetted to work there. And then I got up there that day and I met, I met John Luther. I mean, I met John Collado, shout out, who hired me, who was Hef's main AV guy since the 70s, wow. who used to go on yeah. the Black Bunny and wow. fly to service the, uh, the televisions. Wow. And he, uh, he, he serviced, what was it, 8600 Sunset? I don't know. Maybe Scott remembers back in the day, Hef had a penthouse on Sunset Boulevard uh, right on the strip. And there was a Playboy Club on the bottom. So this John Collado old school. I went and met him and he, and I asked him, how, how did, how did I get here? And he's like, Oh, well, everyone's either trying to be like a filmmaker or something, you know, they have like way too much experience and you kind of just threaded the needle here. So he's like, do you want the job? And I'm like, absolutely. I think he thought it was a little bit weird when like my big dented Scooby-Doo shaggy bus VW <laughs> Eurovan came up, you know, and I was pretty sure I was wearing a suit like I always did when I got to LA and people would always be like, this guy wears a suit to a job interview, you know what I mean? But so they gave me a bit of a hard time and I got the job and, and the rest is history. Wow. You can That's read awesome. the book if you want to hear their ass. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, just, we're just sitting here slack-jawed Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's uh, amazing. But I Never feel like expected. that's such a meant to be story. Like, right? it is. you know, like people probably saw that in Craigslist. And they're like, I don't even know what these words mean. And it was like meant for you. You're like, yep, jumping on that. It was. Yeah. I, I wasn't very like spiritual at the time. But if I was like looking for coincidences or synchronicities, I think that it definitely it was matched. Yeah. Up. How long? Gets, how long did you work for the mansion? Like 10 years, better part, wow. better part of a decade. It's um, very interesting Craigslist, right? Because everyone else at the mansion was brought through a family member or a real yeah. close friend. A real oh. close friend. You know, you know, and, yeah. and that's how you were brought in because they figured you weren't going to bring someone in to screw up your own position. Right. So you, you, that's how you vetted people. Oh, and wow. Like, I have my, like I've had all my entire family. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, my, my sister, uh, both my sisters, my sister Je uh, Jennifer still is at the mansion with the new company taking care of the animals. Yeah. Uh, I've even had my mom work there. Um, Michael, What's a the, photographer, like, videographer. Brian, he, he was Brian's a butler. Yeah, yeah, yes, like, yeah, yes. Like, to hear, I never knew this about Craigslist. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. and it is crazy, and it was a synchronicity. But there's so much more to that, and that's, I mean, that's what a, I wanted that's to such tell a you. Oh. Risk when you say that, like someone always brings you into the mansion. I think again, right, right, right. So the girl that I moved to California with, she 
had gone to SFU and she said, Hey, I have a roommate who dated a guy who worked at the Playboy Mansion. We can get you a tour there. Now, this is before I ever worked there, years before I ever worked there. And uh, so then we did end up getting a tour. It was Bryant. Is who was the wow. Brian Horowitz? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so. Fu- you know, so we're going to be probably, doing a show with him soon. You probably did he, the tour did. though, and you're like, "I this is awesome." Yeah. Well, that was amazing, but that wasn't it. So then, my friend Pablo Jacob was a uh, he's a lawyer at MTV International at the time, and a concierge service calls him up and they say, "Hey, do you want to join our concierge service? We're having a party." at the Playboy Mansion, and he's in Miami, Florida, and he says, I can't go, but if you show my client, uh, you know, courtesy, I'll certainly consider joining joining your, your concierge service. So he calls me up and he says, do you do you want to go to the Playboy Mansion? And I said, yeah, absolutely. He's like, okay, well, you get a plus one. And again, the same girlfriend who I moved to LA with, I was like, I'm not going to, like, she got me a tour at the mansion. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, go to the Playboy Mansion and try to, like, you know, hit on chicks or something. So we went out, we got her a dress, and I brought her with her, and it was a blue night, and all the bunnies were dressed in blue. Oh, fun. Yeah, Did and it was- That was my this? bunny. That was my bunny color. Uh, blue. <laughs> I, a blue party. I'm not sure I remember that. It was, like, all blue. It was really small. It was only grotto side. So from AV standpoint, it would have been Brian if, like, you asked me to do sound what year was that so do you remember get out the ramsey huh what year uh that would have been like oh six probably oh five oh six you just about to say rams or pa speakers <laughs> that's why you don't remember ram says yep i don't think no, i was no. a part of that one you guys are up. both geeking out over there i love it oh we're gonna start talking about sony 1272 q projectors and oh, i'm yeah. and i'm gonna take that opportunity to get more uh, tequila <laughs> you know talk about no, geeking out kidding, right kidding. so you got brought up like we were talking about john colato john colato had been there since the 70s right? right when you came up there and you saw the consoles that were at the side of hef's bed like, I mean, really freaking cool. You guys had to make sure these things kept running because the boss wasn't about to change things out. No. I mean, there were some technology upgrades. Like, I think uh, they threw touchscreen panels on them. We won't geek out on that too much. But uh, the old servos buttons and everything to raise the uh the curtains or to raise the screens right or to turn the lights on and off well that's the interesting history of the video department at the playboy mansion uh because there were used to be like 12 different technicians and they'd have to solder each circuit and they'd have to build the switches and the servos in order for the the mansion to work because that was the technology back in the seventies, you know, and then in the eighties we get transistors, I guess they'd been around a while, but you're starting to see him, you know, come in and eventually obviously he gets a touch panel and, you know, he goes HD and I guess now we'd be 4k if, but you know, well, I just remember the bed, right? You'd have to take the whole bed out. There was like some mechanics on the bed that would actually move the bed out or was it, yeah, it would move the bed out so you could then lift the lid up because you had a lot of the mechanics because he had those projectors. Yeah. Like those old school projectors on the big screens that he had up in front of his bed. Correct. But then you changed made those more modern, but they were still like a connection yeah. of the old world with new world. It was like an AV closet back there. There was like some equipment that we needed to run it. But what we had is we had two projectors and they project up kind of from the foot of his bed, right? So they probably got adjusted out. And then on the top, he still had all the CRT screens all the old televisions oh, from yes, from the yes, 90s yes. and then on the on the left he had this cool touch panel that like ran to a controller like an amx or whatever and crush and then he could choose everything but the interesting part about the playboy mansion was that it had its own antenna system 
So we would actually program for Hef. So like if he wanted to watch. That was some- the antenna out by the. The tennis court. Oh, that, oh you mean those, those big giant satellites? satellites? Those were the C band dishes, and and those eventually probably became obsolete. But those were really cool. Yeah, wow. I remember those big out by the game out by the uh, yeah by the tennis, tennis court. court. Yeah. yeah, tennis court. Right, and you'd see right next to it was the uh, teepee right. that was Marston and Cooper's teepee. That they used to play yes. in, yeah, those with were the put orange in grove in that game. back area. Those yeah, were put in the for a red, no, the the yeah, the satellite dishes were put into for the uh, Holyfield. I think it was earlier than that. Or, I think they were there beforehand. What's the, what's the fight well, we that did, where he knocked him out and the the pictures inside of the game house? Oh no, that's just a picture. You're talking about Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that wasn't there at the tennis court. That, no, that I know was it picture. wasn't, but wasn't it broadcast in from those? That was the fight that oh, was broadcast in. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's I'll be broadcast so we could watch it. Yes. Yeah, because the boss was a huge boxing fan. Huge, yeah. But it, wait, I thought you were talking about like when Butterbean did no, the no, boxing on about, the tennis court. Remember that? I was not it. there for that, but that is cool. I'm talking about the because that picture was Got in the game you. house because that was the thing that they brought those satellite ah, dishes see? in to. Again, I did the more knowledge from the tours. Yep, <laughs> the <laughs> Playmate tours. Yeah, they did a lot. And before they had the C band dishes, they used to have to bring in the truck. And that's when they'd, and the uh, really famous fights the Butterbean, like, so all cool, of the really man. big fights. Uh, so yeah, they did that. That was boxing was big and we did boxing in the backyard, right? Yep. A bunch. Yep. And then the one time they did UFC in the backyard, I remember Hef didn't like it very much. He thought it was too violent. He liked the boxing. Oh yeah, he, he, liked, he, he liked boxing. boxing he, he really he wasn't the into the big cage sports. Him of- Mosh pits. <laughs> <laughs> we're just laughing because we did a show a while back. Uh, we, we, we were doing Metallica, oh, nice. and yeah, and uh, yeah, there was a scene where uh, you know where the boss went up to the front of the stage, and yeah, that's pretty fun. Everyone needs to tune into that show. It's good. Yeah. It's a funny one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but a mosh pit broke out at the mansion, and, <laughs> and Hef was in the middle. Hef <laughs> evacuated from the mosh Are pit. Are you by serious? Security. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, crazy. Wow. You, you got to listen to that show. It's good. So from like what you and I got to w- really work together, we right. would do a lot of the big parties. Yeah. And you, we all had our job positions for an event and, as, and we would close it down. And you had to keep the DB levels. Um, yeah. Was it 98 DB? I think it was. Uh, you had your meters. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we'd let it go a little bit higher, but yeah, we weighted it nice and, and we pushed it as far as we could. But yeah, that was, and that was the litmus test, right? When I got brought in, I thought they're going to hand me a, a shoulder camera and let me go like run around the mansion and first day the first party they like hand me a, a sound meter and if you guys don't know what a sound meter is it just reads like decibels so you can you can know how loud the sound is and so i would have to interface like with the cops if they came to the party and let them know the readings throughout the night and i'd have to go out i don't know who was the elderly lady who lived on the back for many years do you remember towards the, oh, by the I, tennis don't re- I don't remember her name uh ellen degeneres ended up buying that house she when she passed away yeah. true but i don't remember her name i know the who you're sound about. would bounce oh, yeah. over the base yeah kind of bounce over the playboy mansion and it would go to the other side and kind of hit her house so i'd be in the back there's a huge party people dancing everywhere beautiful women open bar all you know any food you can imagine i have a key to the front door of the place and every other door and i'm in the very back by myself at a party like listening to the sound (laughs) (laughs) with a sound meter like making sure that the old lady next door isn't gonna lose her sleep so that that's how that's how it started and eventually i worked my way into being in the booth with half with the camera like filming the parties so i had a unique position there that I really got to like get involved with Mr. Hefner on so many levels like showing the movies filming him being in the interviews 
always being the the camera to document him if it was uh, an outside camera. Yeah, I want I want to touch more on that, like because you had a personal one on one working relationship with him. Yeah, and we're going to talk about where your office was. Right. Let's take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We are Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue, to revamp the heydays while foraging forward into the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E. B-U-N-N-I-E-S dot com. Get in the game. Build your collection. Go to roguebunnies.com. You'll find us there. Welcome to the metaverse. You know, Andy, this is really cool that you're 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 sharing with us, and, and I can't thank you enough. Because like you said, you like to be behind the camera and not being in front. And so we put a mic in front of you, so thank you, man. But uh you think about what you wanted to be when you were a kid. And next thing you know, you're at the back of the Playboy Mansion, like you're saying with a meter while this big party's going on. I mean, there you are. But you had an office with John Collado. The video department was literally an attachment of his upstairs office, which was part of his bedroom. And like you had a door that he would just come <laughs> in and out on. Yeah. What was that like? <laughs> I can confirm that is true. Oh, and by the way, the best air conditioning in the entire mansion. It was freezing at that. Oh, wow. So cold. Yeah, so our office was uh, was upstairs and uh, have had like, what was it, a little spiral, spiral staircase, staircase that went up. And that was like over 20,000 titles when you got up there. It was just like video room. Well, first there was, he would lay out all the magazines up there and like you see the picture of him i think victoria's talked about it before with his legs crossed or whatever i don't know yeah you've seen it on the bed but that was one place where i would like see and that's where he would work and then it would go to video vault video vault video vault and on the ending of the video vault was uh was the door and my desk would face the back of that door so like when Hef wanted something, you just kind of maybe hear some feet patter down the hallway. And then <laughs> like a shuffle? Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but you didn't have the wood carpet. or the marble yeah, that we had downstairs to right. know when he was coming. Yeah. It, you had the carpet. It was carpet, so you had to be fast. I got a story about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah. <laughs> if, if you uh, worked at the Playboy Mansion, then one thing you always did is ate really well. Like yeah, they took did. really yeah. good care of you there. <laughs> So before yeah, I was gonna say you look really good, dude. You lost weight as well. Yeah, we, we I think we everybody did. Well, yeah. when you can't order whatever Starving. you want from the kitchen, you have to need work. Help. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. But um yeah, so anyways, they were cooking um I guess it was Thanksgiving this time, but oh. like for all the holidays and stuff, all the chefs, shout out Rudy, were cooking <laughs> the pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, and then we all kind of got to test it because everything had to be perfect at the mansion. Yeah. So I got in late, got a plate of food, and it's like piling over with like, you know, uh, turkey and oh, stuffing yeah. and mashed potatoes and great, but but everything more than you could imagine, like anything like, and, and it's heaped on like crazy, like yeah. it's embarrassing how much food's on this <laughs> Like it's not right. Nobody should eat that much. You know what I'm saying? And, and I run up the back stairs. They got these little back stairs, like, oh no, you know, and, oh, no. and, and then I, I get up into the actual mansion. There was like a wing that was an administrative arm and the stairs from like the kitchen would go up and then you could keep going up to the third floor. And then there would be the, uh, 
scrapbook archive. Yes. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, Steve. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and Martinez. then and then it would open up. So I run all the way through this gauntlet of, of content with my, my plate and I open up several doors and I sit it down on my desk and I probably put something on the internet or I turned on a bunch of TVs cause I was late to work and I was supposed to be like watching the news because at the time we had the girls next door and Hef was in the news a lot and there was all these things going on. I was made it look like I was working. And then I was like, I'm ready to eat. <laughs> I'm like ready to eat. And then, the latch opens to the door <laughs> and Hef walks in and he has just a stack of all these DVDs that people <laughs> had given him gifts for. And he's just kind of going through his stuff. He knows Christmas is coming soon. And like, yeah, he has to get yeah. through all the stuff from last year. And he's like, basically we had all these blue books and, and forgive me for forgetting the name, but they're like the classic film history books. And anytime Hefner would get a, a film, we would go scan that document. We would get that description. We would put some of that information on a customized cover for him that was labeled and dated because in the archive, when you had to show a movie, you had to find these DVDs or you had to find these celluloid back in the day, whatever it was. In my day, it was DVDs. So we would label them and we would file them and they would be color coded, etc. So he came in with like a ton of commercial <laughs> DVDs and was like, I need all this stuff done here. Boom. And he sits it down on my desk. My plate of foods on the left and the giant stack of like 30 or 40 custom, you know, commercial DVDs is, is to my right. And, and he tells me what to do and he has a little bit of notes and he gives them to me. And then he closes. He doesn't say anything, closes the door, door closes, click. And I'm like, uh, and then I hear the door open again and he goes, Chew it slowly. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, he didn't miss anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're sitting there going, oh my gosh, did he see that? I got this big pile of food. And he doesn't say anything to you, oh but God. he's going to let you know he saw so it. Yeah. He saw that. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Anyways, now I'm giving up all my secrets. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. What that's a place what to have an office. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be somewhere right outside Hef's bedroom door yeah yeah <laughs> what would you say to like do people ever ask like you know what was it like to work for him what was you know i mean you had that one-on-one -on -one. Yeah. i always uh respected half i always got along with half he reminded me a lot of my grandfather oh, yeah. i think they're both of the same era world war ii guys both military hefner was in the uh army I was very pleased. I was raised in a military family, so I, I can I can hang out with anyone. I do know some people who used to like get intimidated by Hef, you know, people who had to work with him. But yeah, but I never felt that. I just knew like this is a guy who you don't mess around with. So if you make a mistake, own the mistake real yes. quick. Yeah. Yes. Try yes. to find a solution to yeah. the mistake. <laughs> then right. if you did that, mm -hmm. you were good. And I can only think of one time um, ever really making a mistake. And he gave me a pass on it because we had been working together for, for many years. He didn't call me out on it that time. So, <laughs> And that's, that, that story's a secret. I'm not sure. You know, I love that you shared that about just being honest. Mary O'Connor always told him, she goes, Brian, because I had made, made a mistake. We all make mistakes. He goes, Brian, everyone makes a mistake. We're all human. Just don't ever lie. But if you own your mistake, just admit it. Learn from it and don't do it again. Mm -hmm. Fix it fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have the solution. Yeah. 
it was it was always production at the mansion you know what i mean so you you could put out fires you'd have to put them out you yeah, know what i yeah. mean but but i think like fix it fast and like you said to your point own it that was if you yeah. even you'd get tested on that too people would try to set you up to see if you're gonna like blame somebody else like they'd know the answer oh, there to were the tests. question there were yeah. so it was it was you know what i mean and 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 when you did own it it was like see we told you he was loyal yeah you know yeah. that's what's really cool yeah for sure uh, i want to talk about the parties Oh no! All right. (laughs) (laughs) People don't know about this. Check this out, ladies. Right. So you know how late those parties go. Yeah. Of course, you guys know because you guys stayed after the parties. Closed them down. Closed them down. (laughs) Next thing you know is tater tot galore in the dining room. Right. Well, while all that was going on, you had to take all the footage that you had just filmed because the boss would document everything. Yeah. Every part of his life was documented every single day. Right. Then you, next thing you know, you guys are working through the midnight hours. Yeah, I had to cut the news releases or dump like the raw to a DVD because Hef might check it in the morning. He used to uh, check my content sometimes. He'd leave me notes. Man, I don't know how much I want to say on this podcast, but like he would have video notes for me. I'll leave it at that. So he's a perfectionist, oh, wow. and he knew what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, just like you specific can say whatever stuff. You like you he, can, we'll he, cut he, it out if we don't want it. <laughs> Okay, like he would notice like certain things. Like if I would see a playmate in a suit and, and her bunny costume, and is that right? Bunny yeah, costume. Bunny I would pan from her feet to her ears, like as a movement or something. You know what I mean? He'd be like, "Don't do that. Just shoot the thing. Like shoot it wide and then punch in on her." You know what I mean? Okay. So he had certain different things that he liked aesthetically. On the oh, video. And you couldn't yeah. do like whip pan edits or any type of like MTV edits. They'd cut you like right out of there. Like if you move the camera really fast or if you tried to like do like make it look like some organic content, you know, yeah. it had to look like professional yeah. content. But th- that that makes sense though because he's, he's such a fan of the classics. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a classic right. film. Yeah. He, uh, he would want you to emulate because there Casablanca. is such a difference between sure. a film that's like handheld camera to like yeah. a real mo- like yeah so yeah. he probably liked that classic definitely look. and my one of his other things that he really liked was the Playboy in the News show so that was all mm-hmm. the content that I shot of all the parties all the interviews that he did and then we'd send it to Table Rock and they'd have a actress do a voiceover on it at the time I think it was like a monthly show they might have done it a couple times a month in the beginning time but that was on the Playboy network back then so he loved that and then to your point he loved classic film and I worked in the film archives so I worked on his television show I worked on his film archives wow. there wasn't there you was You were just all in the mix like yeah, I think the, all of it <laughs> not so much the magazine and and I know you know he loved the magazine he loved the women so I guess you know the whole vibe of it all but definitely with the film and yeah. and the thing and then also Yes, also getting in the booth with them and at the parties. And a funny thing about the party before I talk about these news releases or, or whatever Brian's trying to get to is when it wasn't. <laughs> I just want the meat, man. When, <laughs> Give me the juice. When it wasn't a Hefner party and the the higher ups, like the John Luthers and the John Collados and the guys who have been there for like 30 years yeah, or Hank whatever Fawcett. left. Yeah, Hank Fawcett, shout out for sure. Valley, Valley original out there. They would get these guys have been at the mansion for a long time. And then 
physically that day and then in general, and they'd want to go home. So, you know, sometimes if Hef was upstairs at like 10, 10 30, they'd call over Brian and they'd call over me yep. and they'd give Brian the keys of the mansion and be like, guys, you better not mess up. And Andrew, the music better be out at 2 30. And if we, you know, if anything goes wrong, you guys are dead. And, <laughs> and they'd all leave. No pressure. Yeah. They'd all leave. And Brian it was would look all at me and go, see you at 2 30. Bye. <laughs> but no, I mean, Brian was working oh, but, hard. We had to work hard to keep that. Geez, but think about that. that. Wow. They literally handed the mansion over. Like John yeah, Luther, we it, 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 it was always joking. Was but they would look at it and they're just going to go, all right, kid, you got it. He Those goes, are actual keys. Take care of it. Well, no, oh, me, yeah, yeah. No, well, we had special keys. But, yeah. but what he meant, though, I is that we had key. the authority wow. of how things were going to be shut down. Like, it all ran through No, Brian us. was actually yeah. in we charge. And just did it. It's crazy. A bunch of parties. And then I had to run the AV. And they would pull us over. Because me and Andy would be on opposite ends of the party. We're looking at it. And I'd look at him. And he'd look at me. And I'm like, we're shutting this down. And I'd look over. And I'd I'd go, you go tell the DJ. And he'd look at the DJ. And then you could see the disappointment. Because they want to keep going. Yeah. And you're like, and then Andy. And I'm like, all right, you go do the dirty work. You got to tell him to start bringing that volume down. Yeah. You know? And then I'd be looking back at him. And I'm like, are we going to have any problems? And he'd look at me. He goes, I got it. You know, he'd give me the look like, we're all good. And then it was fun. (laughs) Then I'd look over at Manny. No, it did. Oh, yeah. No, and then we look at Manny and Manny would have yeah. the big white lights ready and it was like a fun production at the end we're like looking all around going we're about to do this ready the ugly lights this, and I'm like sitting there going five <laughs> four three two one boom I look at Andy bam Andy go boom DJ boom bam ew, music goes down boom look at Manny boom big white lights boom go Party's over, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and everyone night. screams because the lights are on. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> and that was true every party, too. Not just the ones when Hef wasn't asleep. Brian, that's how it would go at every party. You had to. Yeah. But we did do a couple soft closes, but not many. Maybe the soft closes parties. were his personal parties. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, Midsummer Night Dream, Halloween, New Year's Eve. But when we had a lot of these charity events yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. it's like, look, we're People under contract. We didn't have to keep going. That was it. They got to get out. Done. You don't want complaints from the neighbors, and then it makes it hard to have parties right. in general. So you'd have to. And we were respectful with our neighbors. Yeah. It, it all worked it all out. But, you know, then all of a sudden it's done. It's like, now what? What's yeah. the infamous Andy Schwab up to now? Oh, um. I mean, you were doing yeah, TMZ for a while. A lot of meditation. I did do TMZ for a long time. That was fun. <laughs> meditation, TMZ. Uh, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, the, afterwards, after TMZ, I took up meditation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, TMZ was awesome. One thing I really remember about TMZ briefly, because this is not about TMZ, but it was like I felt like I was in the house and I got kicked out of the house and I had to hang out out front. And oh, I'd go to Craig's man, yeah. and I'd go to Craig's and I'd hang out and I'd see a lot of people from Playboy. And uh, it was just cool. It was like never leaving Hollywood. And then I got to meet all these other celebrities. I can say this too, because... Uh, it's out there, I'm sure, on Entertainment Tonight. I think my first TMZ piece happened at the Playboy Mansion because Charlie Sheen had been like getting in a bunch of trouble in New York. You know what I mean? He was like holed up in some hotel room in New York and he was like all over the news and nobody had seen him. And then I was sitting up before like a Midsummer Night's Dream party and I was upstairs, you know, in the attic, in the video room. I got a call. Grab the camera and get to the great hall. Charlie's coming. And so I grabbed the the beta cam SP and I ran downstairs. <laughs> and just as the door's opening, 
I hit record and Charlie Sheen sees me and just starts going, no, no pictures, no pictures. And he's grabbing the lens of the camera. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. Yeah, but if you knew, Mr. Hefner, you knew that the number one rule is to make all the guests feel comfortable right, right, and never right. be a weirdo. And my heart stopped. I was like, oh my God, Charlie Sheen of all people is going to get me fired from the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> and then when Charlie's done shaking the camera up, he goes... I'm just kidding, dude. Do whatever you want He's with like, that. <laughs> what, what, was this, what was it? Was it hashtag winning? That yeah, was his yeah. thing back then. Tiger blood. Shout out Tiger blood. Oh, and uh, so yeah, we did uh, PR video for the mansion and a bunch of public relations stuff. And uh, we we uh, we did it all, man. And that got cut in a video news release. That went to Entertainment Tonight and Entertainment Tonight. They led that the next day with Charlie Sheen grabbing Hugh Hefner's camera, saying no more pictures. And that was like the main story. And so I always say that was like my first TMZ clip. Thank you, Charlie and and Hef for letting that happen. So, yeah, TMZ, meditation, and then lately been working again back in PR and publicity. But we ran into each other. A year and a half ago, NFTLA, and I was trying to get into some party I was invited to on Melrose, and he goes, Victoria Fuller, and I was like, yeah? He says, it's it's me, and I was like, oh my God, and he he goes, what are you doing out here? And I said, well, I'm waiting for someone. He goes, I'll get you in. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think she'd recognize me. I'm like, is that I didn't at first, because it had been so long, but then, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, she was like waiting out there. I was like, why is she waiting I know, I was like, I felt so dumb, because I was like, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even know what I was doing. Do you want my autograph? Yeah, and then, how do you know my name? Yeah, I was freaked out. And then he got me in, and he walked me around, and he induced me to everybody important and then we 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 were in touch again after that so yeah yeah, it's so weird that's funny yeah and that's sort of that's all in it's all in the same thing i think this content creation and the nfts and the publicity and the promotions and the again the building community and like you said we're always playboy family and i think with the nft stuff that that has to do i know it's just weird that it came full circle like that it's just like it was coincidences no 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 yeah and i don't go out ever so (laughs) the family still take care of the family yeah yes Mm -hmm. we're all we're all still working together speaking of that i have been working with a member a little bit deeper member of the playboy family if you can say it like that and uh so i guess i can say it Recently, it's just I, us, bro. It's just us. No, you know, we're just us in the space. room. It's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're all in control right. here. I mean, I guess okay. I can say his name, right? Yeah. I've been lucky enough that after all those years working with Hugh Hefner, I've been honored enough to be able to work a little bit with his son, Marston, on a, oh, wow. on a project. Yes. Yes. Oh, Dude. that's awesome. And so it, so you, you're, you're in contact with him, right? Like. Y- Things. He's got OnlyFans. He's he getting a lot of publicity. Dude, can you blow get him up. to come on the show? Marston? Yeah. Do you think he'd do a call? Oh, man. Uh, he, no he pressure. Might. No we pressure. We can ask really nice. Can nicely. we try? <laughs> we can be very persuasive. You want to ask him? <laughs> Dude, can you call him right now? See, see if he'll do it. You want You want me to call him right now? Yeah. I mean, why if not? he answers, he answers. Come if he on. Asks, I he helped doesn't. raise that kid, man. I've known him since he was like freaking <laughs> You know, I love it. Hey, I was, right. You know, it's just coming up on his one year anniversary. He was you married get a year ago, on. by the way. All right. All right. Let me try. Okay. Tell you what. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to wrap this show up. Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to make a phone call. I'm thinking you're going to get him on. And dude, let's do another show. Let's manifest let's, it let's right now. Oh, look. I just texted him right now and he says, yep. Yes! Yes! Yeah! 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 Y
<laughs> Hit him up, man. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, well, we're going to have to work on some stuff to figure this call out, to get this in. We're going to wrap this show up, and I guess we're looking like a part two. We're bringing on Marston Hefner. Ooh. You're staying in studio, Yeah, buddy. you're not this going anywhere. Oh, I get a snow? Oh, yeah. Chair. Hell yeah. You have to. Man, Dude. this is getting deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Olea. I'm Victoria Fuller. Jennifer Pershing. Scott Ramsey. And we are here with Andy Schwab from the Playboy Mansion, and we're bringing in Marston Hefter on part two. Don't forget, keep listening. We are Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And the mayhem continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rbmayhem, mayhem spelled M-A-Y-H-E-M, show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem continues.